Welcome to the View from the Rock podcast. I'm your host, Ruck, and I'm here with Papa Swap and Morgie here in the Yellow Dog Studios. And man, it has been a long time since we recorded. A lot of great things have happened, like, uh, well, I guess school was out the last time we recorded, but we've actually gotten to start our summers at this point. Um, and honestly, I've been on a kick of one of the beers we mentioned recently. You'll get nothing and like it. Um, hopefully that's not portending into what's going to happen this summer. Swapper, how's your summer going? It's going great. We're in full swing. Like you said, the last time we recorded was actually the last day of school. And uh, here we are, July 3rd, and summer is in full swing. Mr. Morgenthaler? Oh, it's been great the last two weeks. We've had a great time. Full swing. We've, had, we've gone to team camp. There's been some basketball going. Ruck went to a camp. Huh, yeah. And we're just, <laughs> we're, we're getting ready to go. I oh, mean, it's yeah. full. This will be, this month's going to be so much fun. Yeah, this month is going to be pretty epic. So you mentioned team camp. You want to talk about that a little bit? So Anacortes High School boys basketball goes to team camp every year. And the last two years, they've gone to Gonzaga. And I, made a pitch to yourself about coming and I think it was a good pitch and you enjoyed it. It was a great time. It was also coincided with uh, Mr. Morgenthaler's birthday. Yes. Um, so we had two nights in Spokane and we watched uh, probably 10 or 11 basketball games. Yes. We had sushi. Twice. Uh, also several cold beverages some of which were at the No Lie Brew House. I've heard that it's a great place. So that's Swap's first time there. I've never they, been there. Well, they have a new, they've added on. Mm. So they have a restaurant that's like in a mini, it's kind of like a strip mall. Yeah. There's a bunch of other businesses in there. They're, they're cutting hair and then you, you wind around and then there's like a No Lie sit down restaurant. Well, they added like a, almost like a bastion style where you can bring in pets and they only offer like three or four things on the menu like appetizers mm. not like sit down food we had but they nice, have big screens we had a nice pretzel yes and they have like with beer cheese yes yes it was amazing mm. and yeah. it was spi a little spicy there were jalapenos in there were you sweating a little bit oh my god yeah there was a lot of there was a lot <laughs> morgenthaler was doing a lot of uh, forehead napkin dabbing uh, oh, oh yeah oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they have some cornhole in there and uh beer pong yes can we say that on the air yeah okay and so, uh, but hey, it goes, and it's only a mile, it's a half a mile from Gonzaga campus. So the, every Gonzaga game just goes nuts. At no lie. Yes. Oh, and it's man. on the river. That's awesome. It yeah. sounds like such a sweet spot. So when you dab your forehead with the sweat that comes from you eating spicy food as a very white person that can't handle spicy food, is it? I don't dab. Well, I okay. wipe. Whatever. Are you wiping from the start of your eyebrows all the way? Like, where does the where does your forehead stop being a extremely bald man? Well, today, since I just recent, recently shaved today. It um, looks nice. I will go from eyebrows all the way as far back as I can go. Shaving. With the napkin. Oh, with the napkin. Because you're sweating on top of your head. Oh, too. yeah. And That's so really like, you know, a nice salsa that I, I love salsa. And 
a medium salsa gets me going. Even sometimes I'll sweat with a good barbecue sauce. Yeah, there's a lot of flavor notes in there that I think can induce perspiration. And Kelly gives me extra napkins, you know, and I just wipe my head. And then underneath my eyes, yeah, I've seen that one. So Brennan will say, "Oh, Dad, you're starting to sweat." Um, hey, you know, you said barbecue sauce, and that reminds me of something that I was going to say. You guys don't know about this, but I did a uh, blind taste testing of barbecue sauce yesterday using mcdonald's chicken nuggets out at the kirby's uh shout out to oh you went to tasha's yeah tasha and justin kirby loyal Um, listeners yeah loyal listeners yeah took them a while to get started but now they're fully in um they had different sauces so we had eight different barbecues uh sauces and we lined them up we numbered the bottoms of them so we couldn't see which was which Rated them on a little sheet, put some notes down there. With we McDonald's tasting. chicken nuggets. Well, yeah. It's kind That's of awesome. The, it's kind of the perfect medium. It yeah. is. Yeah. It really is. Uh, um, and so the the part that was interesting to me was how easily you can tell one is a vinegar, one is like a tomato base, one is tons of brown sugar. Like your so palate who made really all picks these? them up. Uh, the barbecue sauces? Yeah. Um, so like the standard, like... Sweet Baby Ray's. Oh, so you just put a bunch of different... Yeah, It's yeah. not homemade. No. Okay. No, no. So over-the-counter barbecue. Yeah, over-the-counter barbecue. And you tried to identify which one they were. Um. Yeah, and also just rated which ones we thought were the best because there's some bias involved. Like the ones that you normally eat, uh, you probably want to be the best. I also would think, though, that your palate has gotten used to a current, like a certain kind of barbecue sauce. Yeah. So you're going to be a little bit biased towards that, which probably is the reason why I chose Sweet Baby Ray's as my number one. Like blind, didn't know. And that's normally what I have in my house. Well, and that's Rowan's number one. Sweet Baby Ray's. Yeah. Hey, back to Spokane real quick. We also stopped into one of the iconic bars of Spokane, Jack and Dan's. Oh, yeah. That just a drop in, and it was not at, late at night. No, nope. which um, that's the first time I've been in there. Uh, me as well. And I thought the coolest thing was there was a table of old timers, uh, and I mean old timers, just sitting there. So what? Graduated in late forties, well, maybe the, early fifties. Remember the one gentleman said yes. he'd been coming in there for sixty years. Yes, uh, used to work there, sweeping the floor for peanuts and change. Yeah. And we were trying to explain to the boys on the way home what that meant. They didn't care. So like lot of like he'd probably make a dollar fifty. Right. And they but they'd give him peanuts. Yes. Literally. Wow. To eat. Um, and they were just oh, they it was so awesome. Like they're they're giving all the people in the bar peanuts and they just shell them onto the floor and he's sweeping those out, you're saying? No, I think that they would... This Give like him his... Back, that was his lunch. That was how he got paid, was with peanuts. 60, yeah. 70 years ago. And then wow. fine change on the floor. Right. Wow. That's And crazy. these guys, they, they, there was this big table of old timers. Yeah. And they they wanted to talk to us. They were so excited. We, uh, we had some amazing conversations. Yeah. But just another part of... How does that... That Gonzaga. place... Team camp. Go ahead. Does that compare to like the anchor, like that kind of a dive bar? No. Or well, so John Stockton's dad owned the bar. Oh, still does or used no? To? He used to. Okay. And I don't know if it was like seventies and eighties. So right, he was Jack, I assume, or that... Dan, or maybe oh. then maybe neither. Yeah, but he owned the bar. I think when and we. This will be another good fact check. When John Stockton was playing, 
at Gonzaga. He, correct. Yeah. Because he was early 80s. Right. And those guys were telling us that maybe the bar had been on campus and had they had to buy it back from the campus or something so like the that. campus is right across the street from jack and dance uh-huh and so i think gonzaga owned all that right and so they owned the bar and then they were worried about just bar stuff happening that gonzaga owned the property and so, this is we're talking like in the 60s and so you know along the same along that same line we were over there and we talk a lot a lot about sea home and you know, Ugh. harshly and probably should, <laughs> but we uh, we did encounter kind of the sea home of the East. We did. We? we fell in love with one of the second worst teams we hate. Ruck, do you care to guess? Uh, the team that you hate hate most from the East or from Spokane? From Spokane, East Valley. No. So think about a private school in oh, Spokane. Gonzaga Prep. Yes. <laughs> Bingo on the nose. Boom. So we played them. Boom goes like, the dynamite. At like noon on a Tuesday and in a gym. There's no fans. So it's a, it's a small private Catholic school across the street from Gonzaga. Where this particular game was played. Yes. Mm. And they probably had 30 fans there and they were... Because they lived... Their school is two miles from there. They were all wearing polos. They looked healthy and tan. And just that one dude was so big. He was ripped. Oh, he did not fit with the rest of the parents. He looked like Batista. He did. He looked Batista? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. No, he... Like, when I walk in somewhere, I don't feel... Intimidated. No. <laughs> and when he comes and sits down right over there, I'm like, Pat, look at that guy. Yeah. Like his arms are like twice the size. Just oh. you did a double take on on the dude. Good job. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, they're wearing nice loafers, summer loafers. A lot of tall, thin, neat men. <sighs> and they drove amazing rides. Yeah. And so we So you love him and hate him? No, I hate him. Oh. They're our new team that we hate on the east side. Well, yeah. they sound pretty similar to the traits that Seahome has. I think Seahome should change I think their Gonzaga name Prep maybe has more money than Seahome. I don't know. Well, it's a private school. Seahome's public. They should go private, See, maybe. See, Seahome used to Prep? be private. Really? Yeah. You didn't Did know it, that? Really? What? Yes. Seahome, I thought Seahome was private back uh, in the day when Belling, well, it was Bellingham Seahome. Well, now you're saying you thought. So, is it? Uh, <laughs> I'm going with it. Okay. They... Well, anyway, they it's believable. Yeah, 100%. So they had a kid. His name is Henry Sandberg. Sandberg. And he probably scored 48. And Davis had 40. Whoa. And it was the talk of the tournament. Yeah. Uh, what kind of game does Henry Sandberg have? He's 6'3", senior, strong. He looks like a Henry Sandberg. Like yeah. is he a penetrator or is he a shooter? He's everything. Huh? Yeah, they put him in. They he sh- everything. He had a bunch of threes. Then they put him in the high post against our zone, and he just did whatever he wanted. Yeah, and he's also a very good baseball prospect. Yeah, so he wasn't there the last day. He was pitching. Um, and how does he looks like? Yes, he, yes, he lo- he looks exactly like a kid that goes to Gonzaga Prep. Yes. And he walks out of a gym and would just like fluff off, you know, this. And then all the girls were like, oh, look at you, Henry. Yeah. 
And all that being said, he seemed like a nice young man. He yes, yeah. he's no. one of those kids who you don't like because they seem so perfect. Is what right. you're yeah, saying. right. But then when but, you meet him, he's like the nicest kid in the world. Yeah, probably. And, and therefore we didn't like, meet him. Yeah. And then there's also a couple ex Gonzaga players that have kids that go there. Of course. Mike Nielsen. Who is their strength and conditioning guy? And right so now. he's standing in the corner, and I looked at Swap, and I said, "Hey, do you know that guy?" And he's like, "No." I go, "I, I guarantee. You, I think that's Mike Nielsen." Yeah. Where is he in the Gonzaga pantheon? What do you do? Never heard of him. So he uh, started as a walk-on. I think he was early two thousands, mm. and ended up being a good player. And now he runs like a program to like get you in the peak shape mentally physically for all athletes and then he's now gonzaga's strength and conditioning coach so that would have been before adam morrison yes okay. but if we, i was telling swap if you play for gonzaga you, yeah, even you're legend you're, yeah like just the stuff that we saw mm-hmm. walking through the kennel the hall of fame all that stuff yeah like you're legend and even if you're a walk-on and spokane Underrated city. Like, I, I've been there twice now in the last five weeks, and uh, it's it's an underrated city. There's a lot to do in Spokane. It is. It's it's fun. Yeah, it really is. Hey, so uh, you've got some some stuff here about Auburn or baseball. Oh, Are those so, two Auburn, things or? so Auburn, last, this last weekend, went down, stayed with my sister. Shout out to Holly and Megan. Uh, Holly listened to all 10 podcasts last week. Oh my gosh! Because yeah, uh-huh. and Megan needs to be Ooh. caught up. So they're waiting for episode eleven right now. That's more of us than I'd want to hear. Like yeah. tonight, uh-uh. yeah. Like she was like, "Is it going to be aired at three o'clock?" You know, I'm like, "No, we're recording." She likes us more than I like us. Good for her. She, I think she just got the bug because I was giving her some s because she hadn't been listening. <laughs> you got <laughs> so. <laughs> So then all of a sudden, just bam, went through all of them because Megan was gone. Your, uh, your, your ability to censor yourself, I think, needs to be figured out differently. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what you're going to say, then I'll, I'd rather some just ass. bleep you out. <laughs> um, I think we also have some sponsors, too. I know I'm rocking a hat. And so is Swap from one of our new sponsors, uh, Merle Inc. Merle Inc. And he kind of he was kind of the halfway point for me last week, and at, at Swapapalooza, you know, I spent two or three days in Yakima, and then on the way to Spokane, went backwards to Cleelum, met Morgie, and we stayed at with the Brick. We met Morgie at the Brick with Atterbury. Yep, and, and Coach Jack, Jack. Coach Jack. Yep, at the at the Brick there in Roslyn. Then we backtracked, rebacktracked to Cleelum, and. Nice um, day and evening with Merle. Merle Inc. Yeah, and you know, his wife, Alicia. And our first corporate sponsorship. Yeah. So we have Merle Inc. swag mm. uh, that we are wearing right now. What, is, what is it that Merle Inc. does, Mr. Morgenthaler? So he uh, owns his own construction business. So he builds houses uh, in the Cleelum area and Suncadia. Prominent builder in the Cleelum. High-end homes. Area, yeah, yeah, and so uh, you guys look amazing. You know, I would wear a Merlin hat, but I don't wear hats. So, but just you guys, it, it looks really good. The yeah. Merlin 
in it, the sign. It can be difficult for me to get into a snapback like this one because um, I'm a I'm a two two hole on the back. Yeah, it, and you can't go one. One just starts to get real loose and all over the place. You got to have two on the back, and it fits fantastic. Because, in other words, I can't go any bigger than this in the hat, and I love it. So, not only is he a good builder of custom homes in the greater Clayalum area, but he also has tremendous swag. Exactly. Yeah, I think these are fine quality hats. Uh, the branding, the logo is amazing. So, the original Merle Inc. logo is what Papa Swappa has on his hat. Oh, mine's different. Well, it's just a newer. But if you think about what's happened, Ruck doesn't know this. I have no that idea. Mer- the original designer of the Merle Inc. logo is, is Sign Dog. Our other sponsor. What? Can you believe that? Because Sign Dog wow. was living in Ellensburg. Oh, sure. Yeah. So the, he, the one that Swap has on Correct. The that's one. the original okay. M. Love yeah. It. So now so that you we see are. The M and the I linked. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that's basically still that's on mine too. Yeah, it's yes. So they're all yeah. It's just that was the original little color. Yeah, love that. That's great. I mean, it's like Blaine Borderite colors, but you know, it's cool. Um, you know, you uh, mentioned I, really. Well, it's orange, and then it's on black. Blaine Borderites. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just, I don't, yeah. Uh, anyways, you mentioned Swapapalooza, and I don't want to make you talk about it much, but are you referring to your induction to the Hall of Fame? Yeah, prior to uh, running into Merle in Cleelum and then going to Spokane, I had All-State Baseball in Yakima and the Hall of Fame induction, and that was cool. It was... Went good. Went, it went great. Okay. Yeah. You know, I, I would have liked to have enjoyed it a little bit more, but I had to talk, and um, you had to get up in front of in front of a bunch of people and speak. Yeah, I had to get oh. up in front of a pretty good crowd of people that I didn't know many of and talk. And you know, I don't think anybody likes to. Is that like a hundred? It was like three three hundred. Okay. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. It sounded like a good time, though. It was Just fun. Yeah. The whole was... atmosphere, coaching Jacob. Yeah. All-state game. The all-state game was really cool, being around high-caliber kids and human beings. Well, and speaking of Jacob, he just recently was the Skagavelli Herald Boys Athlete of the Year. So pretty I think o- we swept awesome. that. I think Anna so swept is that. that we, were tr- we're, we have to fact-check that. That might be the first time ever. I mean... Boys, girls in the same year. We haven't had a girl since 2004 with Bren Kirkpatrick. So it's been a while. This was one of the greatest years in Anacor sports history. It's only fitting. More evidence to support that. Um, Let's see. What else we got? Oh, hey, a couple shout outs. Uh, We got a couple. I mean, we, this guy's a new loyal listener. Yes, he is. He came in late and um, we just had a funny sound. Oh, wow. Is that like a text message from, for Ruck? Wow. (laughs) No, that, that was weird. No, this next loyal listener came in late. He knew about the podcast, but he, he came in late and went hard. And he was getting some <laughs> uh, serious... S. Yeah. 
from uh, our buddy Tori. <laughs> you guys suck. Say what? crap if you want to say uh, something. Poo? <laughs> or you can say shit, too. Okay. Oh. He was getting some serious shit from uh, Tori. And we were at uh, Meridian, I believe. Yeah. And he all of a sudden just went gang. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he'll get little snippets from things we've said. So he's a sanitation engineer for Mount Vernon. Yeah, and a, and a kind of a Mount Vernon legend and current Basically. longtime youth coach, tremendous yep. individual. Yep. He thinks he, he's a good uh, water skier, but I'm better. And we'll you talk s- about it. This is this is Tori. No, so this is Mr. Sokol. Sokol. I wasn't sure if you said the name. Yeah, and then Tori. You know, I call him, and he's like, "Hey, quit interrupting me. I'm mowing my lawn right now, listening to you guys." <laughs> so, which is cool. Uh, and a shout out to his son Quinn. He's gotten two offers for uh, college basketball, which is awesome. Nice. Yeah. And then yesterday at Auburn. You were down watching some hoops yesterday for uh, Brennan's team, right? Oh, so, yeah, we had a good time, and they were shorthanded because there was a couple kids that went to the second week of Gonzaga camp. So basically what happens for the select basketball is all of June, you shut down, and the high school teams come together. And so our camp ended, and then they take like two days off, and then there's the second Gonzaga camp. So there are three kids that missed our, this tournament. Right. There were so kids we were down to seven weekend. kids. Yeah. So they brought a kid up from the, from the uh, high academic team that played. And he's doing really well. And so yesterday, his dad sits by me. And so we introduced ourselves. And he's like, my name's Peter. And... My my son's number fourteen, and his name's Pearson. And so I go, okay. He goes, your son. I'm like, this is Brennan. You know, just a little chit chat. And then I go, so what's your last name? Well, I overheard him say I played at Stanford. So I'm like, oh, you played at Stanford. So we start small talking, and he played at Stanford from '89 to '93. And his last name was Dukes. Peter Dukes. So he was a uh... About the time I graduated from high school, he was uh, one of the top high school guys. And you remember him? Yeah, from Roosevelt. Yes, and he said Roosevelt. His daughters went to Roosevelt. And so I, I'm like, oh, so you played with like Adam Keefe? Because remember back then? Stanford was Pac, really just good. Pac-10 basketball oh, we yeah. watched. It was amazing. So fun fact about Peter Dukes, and so, I'm 99% sure this is accurate. You might want to fact check this, Ruck. Hold on, Swappy, real okay. quick. So I'm talking to him. You know, yeah. I'm, he's like, hey, nice to meet you. You know, he's like, he's like, you're from Anacortes? I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, we're leaving right from here to go to Lopez for the oh, weekend. Oh, no way. Yeah, so they're driving from the venue, him and his uh-huh. son, and the whole family's already up there. He goes, I have a 6.30 ferry. And I'm like, well, um, we're leaving at five from he's not Auburn. Gonna, he's not going to make it. And then he goes, well, my wife said they're 20 minutes late. So maybe they did. And maybe they walked on. So anyway, I'm like, okay. So we talked about Adam Keefe. He played, you know, he had to guard Todd Lichty. I'm like, all the other guys from like UCLA. Um, who's the dude? Uh, Don McLean. Mm-hmm. All those guys. Not the singer. 
Yeah. Um, Arizona. Yeah. So then this morning, I'm telling Kelly, and I start researching him. And then as soon as Pat Swap looks at the notes, here's what he come. This is what he said. Peter Dukes invented the pumpkin spice latte. What? How, he, he how had, do you know this? I don't know how I know the things I know. But <laughs> so, 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 Ruck, go ahead and fact check it. Yeah, so then I'm today I'm on the, I'm on the interweb looking up him for stats from Stanford, and the first thing that comes up is him, his photo, and Starbucks. Two thousand one. Yes. So he's been an executive for twenty five years at Starbucks. So he went to Starbucks in 2001 for the first time, and in 2003 was asked to create a brand new espresso drink for the fall. Wow! <laughs> that, I mean, and that's dude, <laughs> and he, he's like the he's the normalest dude I've ever met. And he's, he was no, we were talking just BSing. He was in the so zeitgeist fun. of the American public. And then I look, and so he went to Stanford, and then he got his MBA from Cornell. Shout out to Mr. Rock for zeitgeist. Mr. Morgenthaler, anything to say about Zeitgeist? (laughs) This is our word of the week, apparently. How do you spell it? Z-E-I-T-G-E-I-S-T. Zeitgeist? Swap's trying, looking at me. The first E-I might not be correct. Well, that's what I was wondering, if it's E-I or I-E, because it's German. Yeah. Zeitgeist. Z-E-I-T-G-E-I-S-T. So you were right. 100%. So can you say that again in your sentence? Oh, um... He created something that's in the zeitgeist of the American public. So, so that, do you know what zeitgeist yeah. means? Yes, that would be like a something that's generational and amazing, um, transformational. According to the internet, <clears throat> the defining spirit or mood of a particular period of history, as shown by the ideas and beliefs of the time. So, I think I, I transformational. Used it. I, I used it in a roundabout correct way. I think but, it was correct. Yeah. I mean, maybe Uvra would actually be better. The Uvra of America. We, uh, <laughs> we serve to well, educate I, you know, here I, at the Dude hey, from the Rock hey, podcast. Hey, and I learn, I, I do learn a new word every week. Well, oh, that, that was some music. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Uh, that's all right. Summer. Um, hey, that's all right. We can do that. Yeah, no, that's all good. But anyway, Peter Duke, so I'm going to reach out. Um, Brennan's going to give me his, get his number, and I'm going to call him. He might be um, one of our guest speakers. Wow. He would love to. So he's coming up. He's like, I'm going to Lopez Island tonight. I go, what? He's like, yeah, my family's already there. I'm like, well, you're not going to make the ferry. He's like, oh, I'll make it. I'll make it. I'm like... Well, maybe he walks on. Maybe well, he, he walks gets there on. and can yeah, walk he walks on. on. But six thirty walk on from five o'clock. Auburn. I know. I and know. I beat him home, and they were twenty minutes late. I think he might have made it. He's he's like twenty years. We've been up there. It was cool to talk to him, and I had no idea. I just thought he played hoops for Stanford. Now, where do they play? Where does he stay on Lopez? They have a place there. No, they rent a VRBO every okay. year for twenty years, or they just rent a place. So. Hmm. No, but he no. was a six-five guard and uh, played for Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Like back in the day, this was like Pac-10. Yeah, 
like the greatest times. So it like says, Stoudemire was at Arizona. Um, ninety to ninety-two was the like his junior year. It says he averaged eleven points, two assists, and two he rebounds did. a game. So he was at one point the um, best three-point shooter in the Pac-10. But he was on the end of the bench thinking, if I could just have a latte that tasted a little bit better than non-fat milk. I think he did better. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> um, How did you know that, though? Because you said that to us like a year ago. Something happened like six months ago when you're like, Peter Dukes, he invented... The, the pumpkin, pumpkin spice, spice latte. latte. And I'm like, how do you like how did that name come up? <laughs> Remember we talked about it somehow. I forget. Wow. And I um, had my notes of that and I erased it because I'm like, I'm gonna secretly tell you guys <laughs> and swap looks at the notes. He's like, Peter Dukes, oh, he's the latte guy. PSL. <laughs> I'm like, oh, screw that. Oh, that's good. Oh. Uh, well, um, you know, our first real category that we're getting to here. Uh, almost 30 minutes into our episode is uh, related to musical genre. And it's bands that we're embarrassed to admit that we actually like to listen to. Um, are we going with the top three for this? Or are we just going to say some bands that we're embarrassed by? I don't know if I... I don't know if I, I, think, I have a top three, really. I don't either, but I just have a few. And, you know, and and I could wrap, wrap in bands, artists, songs Yeah, into this. Well, and the tricky part is that it just it just depends on the generation you're talking about. But if you yeah. if you talk about a song that you are embarrassed to listen to, but you hear it on the radio a lot, <laughs> hey, I'm, is there? I'm gonna I'm just gonna start it out with this. Is there anybody that doesn't start bebopping and toe tapping a little bit when Ice Ice Baby comes on? So that's not a band. That's I mean, Vanilla Ice is not someone that you would be embarrassed to say you like. I think a lot of people would be. Really? Yeah. A little Ice Ice I'm, Baby? Oh, yeah. Uh, I well, then I got to change my... I don't think I'm embarrassed by Ice Ice Baby. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, I mean... I mean, but you know what counts is whether you're embarrassed by it. So if you're embarrassed by listening to Ice Ice Baby and procla- proclaiming your like for it, then that's cool. Because I think that's part of the issue is... It's in our own head that we are like, oh, I don't want to admit to this, but, you know, maybe we are a little embarrassed by it. So, like, I know for myself, uh, I would say I'm embarrassed to like, like Billie Eilish. Like, she used to be really big. There's a, a time period a few years ago, and I still listen to her quite a bit. But I feel like now when I try to play it in my classroom, all my kids are like, what is this? So, you could put that in. That category for me, I I do not like her. <laughs> I don't know Billie Eilish from. You don't know who Billy? What one song from Billie Eilish? If I do, I don't know that I know. Well, it's what's the one song? What's her the famous song? Rock because I know that her famous bad guy. Song, I'm a bad guy. Oh my gosh! I don't, even, I don't know that song. That's how she sings. Uh, I mean, oh, I missed okay. my calling then, because that's how I sing too. I mean, now I feel like you're really trying to embarrass me. So, <laughs> this, this <fits. laughs> well, Swappy doesn't even know who Billie Eilish is. I mean, I know the name. I don't yeah. know is oh, so here. Well, you know, we'll play some for you at the break because yeah. we can't play it. So, Billie Eilish, female, female. Even yeah. though her name is Billie, 
Yes. Even though we B-I-L, don't equate, is it I don't. B- I just you, want the listening audience to know yes, that I do please. not equate well, names with gender. No, yes. I know As you that, shouldn't. Okay, yes. so how do you spell her name? First name uh, with an yes. I E at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's correct. <laughs> See, uh, yes, I was gonna, I was gonna spell it for you. No, that's a good one. That's good. So my num. <sighs> well, oh my I God. still got the same one for you as far as like a number one. So you got anyone else other than that? The well, my we number, but like the one that I just. I'll still like, I will actually play a song while I'm working out. Like, that, this bothers me a little bit. And it's the Backstreet Boys. Oh my gosh. Like, and, and is, so here, here's my question for you, Mr. Morgenthaler. When you work out, do you do anything besides just sit in the sauna? No. <laughs> oh, yes, I do. I actually go work out and then I sauna, but I, will, I can't listen to music in the sauna because my phone gets too hot. <laughs> no, there's people that actually bring their phone in the sauna and then all of a sudden overheats. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, you know, or they wear their ear pods or AirPods and they leave their phone in the locker room. But no, I'll be on the elliptical and I'll put on Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. And I'm proud. Like it makes me go harder on the elliptical. I'm not sure that I would have used the word proud. Um, well, why? But, I mean, you're, it's a band that you are not afraid to say that you like. I mean, is Embarrassed to aren't we, admit? Yeah, I was going to okay, say. But I'm not... Yeah, but okay. So Backstreet Boys, like well, three songs. Well, because I'm there with you. The whole Millennium album was like one of the first ones that I bought when I was a kid. And still to this day, like I can listen through to the whole... So Millennium I've never album. bought the album so well, you have you're fake. Bought. You're fake. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm right there with you. I would never admit that Backstreet Boys are one of my, you know, bands that I really like or will listen to. So um, you have the album. So this, you bought the CD. You know, I bought the CD. I don't know that I have any more CDs. I probably threw them all away or sold them. Uh, no, you didn't throw them away. We have. I totally might. Have. I, I have remember. every single CD. And Kelly's in the garage. There's probably 150 in those big black case. You know how you have four to a sleeve? Yeah. We yeah, still yeah. have them. Yeah, I might have that somewhere. Buried deep. Swappy, number one. Oh, number one, Kenny Loggins. Oh. So I saw Kenny Loggins in concert. Wow. Yeah. So that's... Danger Zone, I'm all right. Well, Caddyshack song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it was like a full concert of songs where I was like, I didn't know he did that song. Yeah, for sure. You know? And and probably, if that's 1A, 1B we brought up in the last episode, Taylor Swift. I'm not sure that you're ashamed to admit that as a... But Taylor Swift right now is hot. I know, I know, but... I wrote her down, too, because I, I feel like there was a while there where I would... People would ask me what I listen to, and Taylor Swift, or someone would come in my room listening to Taylor Swift, and they'd be like, "Oh, Taylor Swift, really? Yeah." So I have two songs that I like from Taylor Swift. Okay. Style. Yeah. And yeah, maybe that's it. That's one. Style. Yeah. I don't. Even he made. Know that she song. made it. She makes a lot of her songs from her ex boyfriends. Okay. So Harry Styles was a boyfriend. Okay. And he, I think, is a new artist. 
I think he's the same person as Billie Eilish. <laughs> but style is, and like it's a, but I, it's funny. Taylor Swift is like, right now, you know, we talked about it, the number one concert right now in the world that people want. Totally. And a, a very good friend of the podcast, Tara Starkovich, has been asking, how do I get um, Kate tickets to Taylor Swift? I'm like, Tara. You pay a lot of money. You're like a year late. No, you can get or tickets. you pay nine hundred dollars for yeah, one. That's how you get them. Hey, and I was I was not a year late and I couldn't get them. It, there was the whole login thing, you know, yep. on Ticketmaster. Terrible. How do you guys feel about old school Madonna? Never really listened. Material Girl. Oh yeah. Oh, see, I don't think that's like a virgin. Oh yeah. See, I don't think that we're that's not embarrassing. Papa, don't preach. Oh yeah, like that's good. <laughs> La Isla Bonita. La, is that the song? Yes. La Isla Bonita. Yeah. <laughs> You've never. This is '80s Madonna. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I've heard See, a couple of those, but I I I, I can't believe this. Um, There's a couple for me. Kelly Clarkson has two that oh, I like. Oh, I love okay. Kelly Clarkson. And there's like three from Mariah Carey. Where I actually will play it. And Kelly's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I feel like I w- would like to play this song. Mariah Carey has a beautiful voice. Um, you know, there's a few songs from Katy Perry, too. That uh, Oh, I love Katy Perry. Yeah. I'm not afraid to. No, I think <laughs> Katy Perry, like, I feel like if you play the songs and all the kids love it, yeah, it's not it's embarrassing. It's true. It's, it's true. like the whole like thing if I with... Played Katie, or if I played Mariah Carey, the song that I like... The whole gym would stop and look at me. Yeah. So then we put in like Lizzo to that category too. Like, yeah. I think or they is... would like Lizzo. Yeah. Okay. I have no idea who Lizzo is. What? Oh, here we go. Really? This is like, I feel like the new rock right now. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. Lizzo is my animal house. <laughs> so do you know? So Lizzo. Um... Do you spell that like Rizzo but with an L? Yeah. Okay. Um,. What, so what juice? songs? What does she? What songs does she sing? What are the names? Well, I think I just said one. Juice. Okay. What's the other ones? Um, when are you going to make me look up a set list from her? Because I don't. Well, while you're looking, a couple more that. Well, and these are not like I mean I think people around the world ended up hating them. I went to their concert in '99. They opened up for the other band, so Nickelback. Oh, opened up for yeah. Creed. Okay. Oh my God, Creed <laughs> in '99, and we went, and it was amazing. Those bands dude, fit I, perfectly though in being embarrassed. Dude, I love, like, I, I love them. They were so catchy though. It just and all even Sign Dog likes a little Creed. I kind of like Creed. Singer is Scott Stapp. Yes, yeah. And where was he? Uh, Zilla, a couple summers ago. Just wow. outside of Yakima, right outside. Uh, it all comes and back Nickelback to Yakima. Just just went to um they went to uh uh where was it down south where we watched Black Rose oh the uh, White River Amphitheater they just played there Nickelback did? yes wow. and there was like 7000 people there well there's a lot of Nickelback fans so i guess uh so hey some of the Lizzo songs are about Dan about Dan oh, time about Dan time um oh, about truth Dan hurts time. um 
One that I actually just heard when I was at camp was to be loved. Am I ready? Um, and then juice good as hell. Um, girls tempo, um, swappy. You ask your wife and your daughter say, Hey, can you play me some Lizzo? I guarantee you've heard about damn time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe the Johnston household loves Lizzo. Really? Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Johnston. Yeah. And I would say Grace Johnston is probably the reason that I even started listening to Lizzo to begin with. Really? Um, You know, I've got two more to add to that list. John Mayer? Should I be embarrassed that I like John Mayer? He's a top 100 guitar player. Yeah, for sure. So Um, he just has so many love songs. You know what I mean? So a little... little Wait, what about that, that commercial... You ever seen that commercial where the two mascots take off their their oh yeah hoods yeah. and yeah, then yeah. they open a Coors Light and mm-hmm. then it's a John Mayer song? Oh. Well, I think probably when a John Mayer fan drinks beer, it's probably Coors Light. <laughs> and that's exactly it was a Coors Light song. Well, and that's why I might be embarrassed is that hey. if I'm a John Mayer fan, then what do I drink Coors Light? Okay, my other one. I'm embarrassed of because I think I don't know anyone at this point other than my roommate from college who still listens to them, and that's Dragon Force, um, <clears throat> speed metal band. So I knew there would be one band that we would not know, and that band is Dragon Force. I will. I'll play some. We have a lot of music to listen to here at our break coming up. Um, speaking of which, it's probably about damn time for our break, wouldn't you say? Is there any other bands for Swappy? I got nothing else. I got nothing else. I think the next time we do this, it needs to be bands that I am not ashamed to say I hate, and number one will be Rush. <sighs> yeah. Over Boston? Boston, number two. Ugh, really? Yeah. The, the bands that you hate the most. Yeah. Rush is number one in Rush. your entire... You know, and the bare naked ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Bare naked ladies is in there. They might be higher than Rush. You, I'm still. I love you. Rush is still one of my favorites. Boston. We've been playing a little Boston today. I don't know. I got one more. One more. You're embarrassed by. Well, what about some of the yacht rock stuff? Oh, Christopher Cross. Like I, I love Cross. I I kind of love Jerry Rafferty. Right uh, down the line, Baker Street. Baker Street. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. But is that bad? No, heck no. No, I think it's that stuff is old enough where it's now it's like almost vintage. I thought one of you might say something by Wham. Ooh, didn't wake even me, think of Wake Wham. me up before you go go. That's another one. We play that in PE, and the kids they they're dancing and they don't even know it. Careless whisper, <laughs> or is that just that's just uh, George Michael, right? Yeah. Wow. So that's it for you guys, yeah? Yeah. All righty. Well, uh, when we come back for our break, we're going to be talking about our beer of the week and then finally getting into our top three, which I buried the lead on, and that is top three Arnold movies.